Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We're talking living life tips, the benefits of recess and play with the help of the AOTA slideshow on this. We're talking about recess, all the different things involved in the different factors of how there is or is not recess in the schools and why that could be. Let's talk about why recess is being reduced. A study by the Center on Education Policy found that 20% of districts recently reduced recess by 50 minutes per week in order to dedicate more time to academics. And that comes from Ramstetter, Murray, and Garner, 2010. So they want there to be more instructional time, which means less time for kids to be kids, less time for kids to be active, less time for kids to move around. But in the long run, in my opinion at least, it's harming the kids. They're not going to be able to sit for longer. They're not going to be able to focus for longer. They're not going to be able to be more involved in the in the academics if they don't have the time to be kids. You're not going to have the time for them to be able to learn what you need them to learn. So really... It's a catch-22, and really, we should not have it that way. Really, we should let them have the recess. We should let them have the time to play, and then it won't be catch-22 anymore. If you don't let them play there they're, and you need them to study, then you're not going to be able to have them study because they don't have the time to play. Let them have the time to play, and then they will be able to have the time to study and be more focused. Children can accumulate up to 40% of their total daily physical activity during recess, and that comes from Robert Wood Johnson Foundation 2012. Children at high risk for obesity are least likely to have recess. Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, again, 2012. You could also check that out on the activelivingresearch.org. So we need them to be able to, to play. We need them to be able to have recess, especially kids that are the least likely to have it to begin with. You take it away from the school. You take it away from the program of the school day. Then they're not going to have it at all. If they're not running around at home, they're not being active at home. At least let them be active in the school. At least let them have the time to run around and have the exposure to run around and have the time and the ability to run around even if they don't run around in general. OT can help to modify and adapt a variety of playground activities matched to the needs and strengths of all students. OT can help provide supports for positive behavior, such as sensory stories for children with autism. OT supports recess time. School OTs promote participation in all occupations or activities, including recess. OT can identify the just right physical challenge for students with or at risk for developing obesity. We've talked before about the just right challenge, giving a kid, a child, an activity, a task that is just right for them, not too hard, not too easy, but just right at their level to challenge them to get a little more skill, a little more gaining of ability than they are now, but not too hard that they won't get anything, and not too easy that they'll be able to be successful, too successful at everything. OT can help support social participation by identifying opportunities for inclusion and collaboration between students with all abilities. 
YOTs, Y Occupational Therapy, to talk about with recess because they're experts. We are experts in promoting health and wellness and in modifying activities and environments and in supporting participation. We go through grad school for a couple of years in order to know about these things, in order to help, especially in health, especially in wellness and activities and environments and participation. OT can create opportunities to develop student confidence. OT can build ability in both physical and social skills, and OT can recommend specialized equipment for accessibility to promote play. OT can promote safe and diverse playground activities for all students. OTs can collaborate with the school team, including playground monitors and educators. And you should just know that there are other resources out there that you should check out. The ones that we talked about on the other episodes, especially Building Play Skills for Healthy Children and Families is a great one. That was at AOTA.org. You could look at the Research Promotion one and the Childhood Obesity one and the Play Skills one. And remember that OT can help support the play of all students. You could check out AOTA.org for more information. You could also check out the, the sheet we were using last time on Recess Promotion. And remember that OT can help support school-wide anti-bullying initiatives. You could also check out many of the other resources at AOTA, and especially the one we talked about, Childhood Obesity, if you want to see it in person also, it's on the website too. But let's make recess safe and effective. Teacher Report After Playworks, a program for safe and healthy recess was instituted. Less bullying was seen. Positive behavior was seen. Readiness for classroom instruction was seen, more time for teaching was seen, safer schools was seen, and satisfied teachers were also seen. That was from Robert Wood Johnson Foundation 2012. So overall, I think the case makes itself for recess with the help of AOTA and the different points that they brought up. Recess is such a good thing for kids. They need the time to be kids. They need the time to play. They need the time to be re-energized and to be refocused. Again, I'll say it again, recess when I was a kid was fantastic. I remember having it in the morning and in the afternoon. Even just 15 minutes was fantastic. We looked so forward to it. We were motivated, energized to get through the day just so that we could get to recess, just so that we could have that time to be ourselves. And after recess, we got that physical need out. We got the energy out. We needed the, you feel so antsy, you sit, you sit, you sit. It's so hard to sit for so long. You need to get out that energy. You need to get out and play and be a kid. I remember when I was studying for the boards, it was very, very hard to sit and study for periods upon periods of time. Even in school, even in college and going back to high school, it was very hard to sit at times, and I had to get up, I had to move around, I had to feel like I could get some energy out. It's very hard to sit still. Imagine sitting for so long as someone studying for a law degree or studying for a doctor boards, anything like that. If you're sitting for so long, it's really hard. You need to give yourself your own quote-unquote recess time. Some people say, after 20 minutes, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get a drink, and I'm going to get a snack. That itself is promoting the physical movement of moving from where you're sitting at the table or in your study or at your desk and moving to get that. Some people... We'll walk around, some people will take a TV break, some people will take a music break, but everybody needs breaks, and of course, 
especially our children, our students, they need the breaks. They need the ability to move around. And recess provides that kind of a break. If you can figure out into your system, into your school, to have that kind of a break, then as we mentioned, GoNoodle.com is a great resource to allow such a break. And they have a whole program called Indoor Recess Time. They have these activities they have these music videos. They have these abilities for kids to dance along and to move along. Zumba for kids, Tai Chi for kids, yoga for kids. All these things, exercising for kids are all good things. If you don't want to spend the money, you don't want to find the playground equipment, you don't want to make the periods in the school day, that's okay. There's ways to get around that. There's ways in your classroom to let them have movement breaks, sensory breaks, whatever you want to call it, exercise breaks. But let the kids get up be active. Every 20 to 30 minutes really is what they should be doing. Don't wait five hours and then you give them the break. Even if you wait three hours and then three hours, that's still a long time for kids to sit. Granted, they move around different periods, different periods, but it's not the same as literally doing exercise, literally doing movement. Let the kids be kids. Let them play. Let them have that recess. Even if you want to do activities in the room, jumping in place, standing in place, hopping in place, or walking around the room, running around the room in an orderly, safe fashion, find the ways embedded in the system, embedded in the school, and at home. Make sure if your kids are home for the day, let them run around. Let them be kids. If you have them sitting for a task, then let them get up afterwards let them go to the playground let them go to the park get that physical activity for the kid every day if they don't have it in school at least let them have it in the home at least let them have as much physical activity as possible to get the recommended 50 minutes a day for kids and as adults we also need it we need that 30 20 to 30 minutes a day every day ideally at least five times a week everybody needs recess especially our kids so let's Make it happen. Join us next time as we start talking about toys, a new section. We're going to talk about picking a toys and then some toy tasks based on different toys that I grew up with and different toys that are out there here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.